The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. What's up? Welcome to Wilford Watches Podcast. We are coming to you live on YouTube stream. Thanks, guys, for joining. Um, we have a fun theme today. We have some background New Jack playing. I want to welcome, before we get started, my dear friend, Jen. She is an ECW original fan. She was at Barely Legal, the very first ECW pay-per-view event. Jen, welcome. Hey. Hey, How's are going? you ready to get extreme? I am ready. <laughs> hey, thanks for doing this. Um, what we're going to do today is we are going to have an extreme conversation. And what I mean by that is that we're going to recreate... ECW roster using people from now. Um, so we have a lot of things to cover. We, we're going to pick 10 people each. It's going to be really fun. Guys, if, if, you, if, you, if the background music's a little too loud, just let me know. Um, I will turn it up or turn it down accordingly. Oh, man. I'm excited to hear what, uh, what Jen has to say and who she's got, who I've got. Um, but before we do that, I want to give some mark-out mentions to some people this week. Um, the Damn Implement, he won the New Japan World Tag League Contest um, this past month. And he got his shirt in the UK very quickly. Um, and he picked it up this morning from his post. Um, so congratulations on that. We have a current contest going on as well with the... Um, Wrestle Kingdom 13 Pick'ems um, So check out the, the, the stream for that uh, At Wilford Watches on Twitter um, Also to my lovely Patreon uh, members uh, Archie, uh, Courtney, uh, Luke, Smart to Death um, Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody Shit. And John, of course, John Um <laughs> Um, so thank you guys for joining the Patreon. You guys get lots of bonuses, early stuff, merchandise, all that fun stuff. Um, please tweet out hashtag ECW Revival if you share the stream. Um, also, just want to show off my really cool Pro Wrestling Tees shirt that I got for Black Friday. It's in Japanese, so I'm pretty psyched about that. But we're not talking about Japanese wrestling right now. We're talking about ECW. Um, so we're going to, we're going to create 10, 10 people for a roster. Uh, we're going to try to put some people on our roster that might mirror the theme or the likeliness of, of the old ECW roster. Um, Jen, tell us about your experience from being at Barely Legal. I think you were a teenager back then. Like, can you tell us about that experience? Because that was... Uh, I'm sure magical for you. I was 16, I think, April of '97. Your experience yeah. from being. I was at 16. Barely. It was awesome. I think you were a teenager being in the building, then, even like, just for like a regular house show, was really that was, cool. Like I loved uh, those I'm shows. Sure it was so much fun. All these crazy things happening. I was you know, a mix of like wrestling, and then this was hardcore chairs and tables and cheese graters. It was great, but Barely Legal, She's Barely greatest. Legal was awesome. Like just being there, knowing it was on pay-per-view for the first time, and it was gonna be seen by people who had probably never really seen an ECW show, you know, of that size before. So it was kind of really, really cool. And like I knew it was gonna be something special, and it was. And yeah, a few years later they went bankrupt, but that's okay. Because things like that happen 
companies start up, they get big, and then they run out of money. And that's what happened. But it was a great time in wrestling. It was a great time for me. It was a great mm-hmm. time for, to be a fan. It's like now it's a great time to be a fan. And I was, I want to say I was like 13 um, down in Texas when I was watching it on pay-per-view. Um, I remember because my dad paid the, the 20 bucks or so. Um, and I was so jacked to be seeing it live because I had watched ECW. They had it like on, on replays on some random free to air channel at the time. Um, I can't remember, but my gosh, it was, uh, it was just, it was just a huge part of my childhood watching the really, um, extreme professional wrestling. It was so much fun. Um, so we're going to try to put together a little roster today. I, I want to let, uh, I want to let you go first, Jen, um, in this. So go ahead and give me your first person. We have no order. There's no rules. I don't care if they have titles now or whatever. Um, it's, it's no holds barred. Extreme choices. Jen, who's your first pick and why? I'm glad you put it that way. No rules, no order. That's great. Um, I will preface this with, I went with character concept instead of direct correlation, but I think it'll all make sense. The first person on my list, I went with a franchise player. Yeah. The, the Shane Douglas of the group, because you, you can't have an ECW resurrection without the man that started it. One of my absolute favorites of the time. And the Queen of Extreme, Francine. You can't have Shane without Francine. Mm-hmm. So my combination is a little strange. You might laugh at it. But I went with Kenny Omega and Ember Moon. Now, I realize Ooh. that probably makes zero sense. No, However, I like it a lot, actually. However, Kenny Omega, to me, he has that cocky, arrogant kind of thing going on now. You know, that Shane had back then. He is great, and he knows he's great. And if you don't know it, you will because he'll tell you. (laughs) And Francine was this beautiful, fierce... She was a fighter. She could fight. She didn't always. But but she was not afraid to take the bumps the boys did. She didn't care. No way. She was awesome. And, like, Ember Moon, I love her. And she's beautiful and fierce, and she's... We haven't seen her get violent, but I think if she was put in a situation, she could. So I, I wanted to get them together in, a, in this kind of pairing because, you know, behind the scenes, I've met Shane Douglas. He's awesome. He's a really nice guy. Super nice guy. Mm-hmm. And I've heard from people who've met Kenny Omega, it's the same way. Like, these, these super arrogant cocky heels are the sweetest people. It's great. And we know that Kenny Omega plays video games. And he's really into that. And so is Ember Moon. So it's like, I kind of wanted to make that connection because, you know, she's also awesome in the ring. And I don't know. It seemed fun to me. I, I really like it. I, I think that's a fascinating pick. I'm, I'm very, very happy with that. Um, if you think about it, you know, Shane started the ECW thing with raising the Eastern title. Yeah. He made it extreme title. And in a way, Kenny Omega did that for, like, the North American fans with New Japan. There's a lot of people who credit him as their quote-unquote franchise player mm-hmm. and, and why they watch New Japan. So the connection kind of worked for me. That's an awesome pick, man. Um, I am going to go with my first pick. Um, uh, and I, I'm making a list on here, guys. Um, if you're listening to this or watching live. Um, I'm up, I'm going to update this list and actually share it out with the, um, with the recording once it goes out live. Um, so we will get all of this for you so we can compare and contrast with our list. Um, I'm going to go with my Tommy dreamer guy. He's a guy who can get violent. He's a guy who can carry the company on his shoulders. He's a guy who can represent the brand better than anybody else in the locker room. And that guy who I want to build the brown the the brand around is going to be Jay Lethal. I'm going to pluck Jay Lethal from the languishing Ring of Honor, and I'm going to put him in our new ECW, and he's going to be 
the new Tommy Dreamer type of guy. He's going to carry the brand and represent everything that new ECW is going to be. Jay freaking Lethal is my guy. Um, Jen, what do you think about Jay Lethal? Is he on your list later? Jay Lethal is not on my list. Awesome. But I like him. I think he's great. I oh, he's so good. I just didn't think of him. He's so, and there's so many. I mean, guys, let us know in the chats um, or tweet at us what your uh, 10 people would be um, for your ECW roster. What I, uh, what, what, who's your second pick? Who's the next person on your list? And this is in no particular order. So we're not, you know, putting who, who's better or whatever. Um, who's the second person that you would have on your roster? ECW 2019. The second person on my list is actually my dreamer type character as well. Okay. Awesome. Not so much for the violent part, but for the um, can carry the company part. Yeah. And the can can get violent. Can doesn't always. Um, also does his part to not only make himself look good, but also make others look good. I went with Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. That's a good pick. He's he's definitely somebody who can get extreme if need be. We've seen him in a lot of wild matches. That's a very good pick. And and I think you're you made a good point. He would really be able to be that uh, carry the torch for a new ECW. Um. Okay. Yeah. I do want to point out we had a lot of reception on Twitter. Um. As you know. There were some awesome picks people had. Holy cow. Like, me and Jen were talking about this this week. Um, and I brought this idea to her. I said, hey, you're the perfect person to do this with me. Um, you know, you were there. You were in ECW Arena. Um, and I think you're the best one. But my gosh, can you believe the reception that people had? There were some fantastic ideas that we saw on Twitter this week. Um Real quick, I, I made a few that I, I wanted to point out. At Jimmy Uwu had said uh, Mustafa Ali as an RVD kind of guy. And I thought that was a really, really cool pick. Um, Jesse from Daily DDT had said Kevin Owens as a Bam Bam guy. And Bam Bam, of course, is known as one of the best agile big guys out there. And I think Kevin Owens... Has, is an easy fit for that role, don't you think? Most definitely. Yeah. Um, and John, who's in the chat at the moment, of course, John had an all-female list, which was exceptional. So um, we will retweet that a couple times later tomorrow uh, when we put the show out. Uh, some people had some fantastic picks, so... I had to shout out to you guys. It's it's um, very, very creative ideas. And we'll get to some more picks that people had a little bit later. Man, I feel like jumping off a balcony listening to this uh, New Jack stuff. What about you? <laughs> I was watching some clips before we recorded of uh, some ECW moments. Pretty wild. Um, so, yeah, Hanson. Darren says Hanson. From War Raiders, that's a very good shout for a Bam Bam guy. Something I hadn't thought of. Um, so anyways, my second pick for hashtag ECW Revival. Uh, and I, I need to mark this off here. Uh, Jay. Okay, second pick. He's going to be my little Guido. Jen, you remember little, Gui little Guido? Of course I do. Were you a big fan? I was a big FBI fan. Yes. Yeah, I, I thought they were great. I know that people hated them, but that's what, that was the point. But I, I loved them. I, in my ECW, I need somebody who's gonna be—he's gonna be laughed at. He's gonna be a comedy guy, but when he needs to go, he's gonna go. And that guy for me is gonna be Heath Slater, underutilized, absolutely amazing talent. And he's going to have fun with it. He's going to have a fun gimmick. But when he needs to go for the TV title, Heath freaking Slater is on my list. Um, what do you think about that? I like it. 
I love Heath Slater, man. I really oh. like him. He's hilarious to me. Um, unfortunately, he's being used just as a as a as a gig right now as a comedy guy. Um, I think we could accentuate that uh, that funniness in a new ECW. All right, next pick for you, Jen. Who do you got? Okay, we're up to our third pick. Yes, third pick. Um, FBI is down my list a little bit. So my my third pick was actually my my Sandman type. Ooh. So I went with Pentagon. <laughs> it's not a direct correlation at all, but like for that spot on the card, I think Pentagon is awesome. I love watching him. He's great. Sandman was one of my absolute favorites yeah. as well. Um, Pentagon can get extreme. Absolutely. So I, I, I love him, and I think that he's um, – I think it fits. That's a fantastic pick. I like – I love Pentagon Jr., um, and he will come out of nowhere with a chair. He's like our, our – our, He's kind of like a like a La Parca kind of uh, model for this new generation. It's fantastic. Um, next up is a guy that I don't know if a lot of people really are following just yet, but he's having a fantastic uh, year in the indies, and I think he's 2019 is going to be massive, and he's going to have a very Raven esque feel to him, and he's on the screen right now. Um, and that's Darby Allen. He is a superstar just waiting to happen. I think he's got the persona, the look, the, the, this feel like he's uh, the leader of a cult. And he can definitely get extreme. Maybe like a Drew Parker becoming his, his second man. Um, so Darby Allen as Raven guy is my third pick. Somebody a little more fresh. Um, as Zeus said on, on, on um, Twitter, and he made a great point that you and I were bouncing off of last night, I think, how um, it feels like, of course, ECW was bringing uh, you know, the misfits um, all under one roof and creating something special, maximizing on the positives of what they do have rather than focusing on the lack of production, uh, the lack of money, the lack of a platform, and they they made it, they made it uh, into something that's really special and very cult like, ECW, and it was also at a time when WWF and WCW were going at it. WWF was weak at the time with their over the top characters, and uh, ECW spoke to. The 18 to 34 year olds a lot better at that time when they when they kind of were resurrected with Paul Heyman um, and Zeus makes a good point that a lot of these guys that were in ECW were were people they were misfits they were left out they were underappreciated undervalued sold short um, which is why I wanted to pick Darby Allen in there because he's a new guy he's fresh he hasn't even got to prove himself just yet on a big stage. And then you had made a point, Jen, if you want to follow up on how it feels like we're kind of in that same parallel universe with All In right now. With the culmination of all these amazing talents that are paying the checks, paying their fam- uh, having their family being well off without signing the big deal with WWE. Can you expand a little bit more on that? Because I think you made a great point how it kind of feels a little similar to where we were back uh, when ECW was growing and started blossoming. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, when I I read his comments, it made a lot of sense. And yeah, he's absolutely right. The people that were popular in ECW would not have been popular anywhere else until they were. You know, Rob Van Dam... You know, he became popular later in other places, but he got his start in ECW. Um, but there were lots of misfits, lots of that type of, not so much character, but like those people all under one roof having amazing shows every month for a house of what? A thousand people, mm-hmm. sometimes less. I mean, it really depended on how many people could be squeezed in that building because. The fire marshal was a fan, so 
Um, there was some leeway. So yeah, that building was packed, and it was great. And I think the fact that all in the goal was ten thousand, but they exceeded it. I think that says a lot for what people are looking for in wrestling now. The fact that it succeeded so well, it was just supposed to be this kind of house show indie thing that mm-hmm. was only really going to be seen by the people in the building, which is really all ECW ever was. It was seen by the people yeah. in the building. And anyone who had like the sports channel locally, because that's mm-hmm. where like, I watched it, like 10 o'clock at night or whatever. But then All In blew up into this weekend of events with you know, StarCast. And- yeah, the StarCast was just mind-blowing to see... Uh, how many people came out uh, from the wrestling world and and spent so much of their weekend and gave it back to the fans? That was really special and great. And for, like to see that just blow up from like yeah. this one thing. It was just supposed to be a show, and then it ended up being this weekend. It was great, and then it was on pay per view, and it wasn't originally going to be. And I was at home watching. And if I'm watching at home and I can see that those people in the building are having a great time and they know they're part of something special, that says something. For that kind of feeling to come through the screen at me, it reminded me a lot of being on the bleachers for Barely Legal. And, you know, we might be with this AEW thing happening this year, we might be just on the doorstep of something like that happening again. Mm -hmm. And there's more opportunities now. Social media wasn't a thing when ECW was growing. It was easy for them to run out of money because they didn't have a giant backer. (laughs) They didn't have social media to spread the word. Fans were local. Fans were East Coast, like where people could get. You know, with Cody at the front of this, he's got a great mind Mm -hmm. for the business. And a great influence, really. He's spent the majority of his years of his career in WWE. He came up through WWE. He was born in the WWE locker rooms and walked around as a baby. He It's in his blood, so he knows how to speak the way that WWE uh, people can hear. And to have a force like a Rhodes behind the scenes. I, I'm not as huge on Cody as a wrestler, but my gosh, he's a smart guy. And can you imagine... Can you possibly imagine what Paul Heyman would have done with social media in 1994? Holy cow, that would have been a game changer, I think. Oh my god. Can you it's imagine? It's kind of scary. It's Isn't scary. that f- Yeah. Think about what some of the talent would have done with social media. You know, if you think about the way that people complain about the way that different talent use social media right now in mm-hmm. this time. Imagine back in the mid-90s, mid to late-90s, the things that would have gone if, say, New Jack had a Twitter account. (laughs) He would be beating people up in the, uh, and filming it like, uh, World Star Hip Hop, dude. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so let's go on to the next pick here, um, and we'll come back to the conversation a little bit later. So, you're up to number four. So, who is your... Uh, fourth pick. Okay, my fourth pick. Little explanation behind it. The first ECW show I went to had a match between Rey Mysterio and Psychosis. Wow. Um, there was always a luchador or two or three sometimes, depending on who was around. Uh, Super Crazy was one of my favorites. Yeah. Pretty often. So, to fill that role, I went with Phoenix. Ooh, so you've got both of the Lucha Bros in your lineup. I like that. I have them not so much as a team. I have them separate, but yeah, I mean... They're very versatile. Yeah, that's a great shout. Um, So, you've got Phoenix in there. Um, I have, as my franchise guy... And it, 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 I thought about this a lot. I thought about who's going to be my Shane Douglas type of guy. And I thought and I thought and I said, well, I have to go with the most obvious. Because if I really was making ECW, I'd have to put this guy in the robe. 
um, as a triple threat lead guy, and that's Bobby Roode. It it was it was it was obvious to me. I thought of who could be better, and there's nobody that could be better for me personally. Bobby the franchise is my guy. That's a great pick, actually. I like it. Um, sounds like you're a little further away than a second ago, so just uh, letting you know. Um, so let's jump straight into your four or your fifth pick. I'm sorry. Who is your next pick in your ECW revival? My fifth pick is my FBI team. Ooh, okay. I went with the B team, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. <laughs> I love them and people hate them, but that was the FBI. They were these funny guys that people thought were funny and didn't really think much of, but they could be annoying or they could be great. And I thought, well, it kind of fits the FBI role. They were good. They could wrestle when they needed to. And I know that at one point there were three of them, but I couldn't pick a team of three that I liked in that role. Yeah. So I just went with with Bowen Curtis. That's awesome. That's a really good idea. I like that. And I like how we both have FBI guys in there. Um, I don't know why, but that's one of the first characters that I think of um, back in the day because he was the small guy. Like, I wanted to root for him, but at the same time, I was conflicted because he was not really somebody I'm supposed to root for. Love it. Um, I'm going to jump right into the next pick because I, I made this pick based on Darren in the chat. Darren's response, and we got a lot of awesome responses. We got Nathan um, in the in the response on the Twitter said, Mark Haskins as Jerry Lynn. I thought that was a fantastic idea. Uh, Ray says, Big E as a New Jack character. That was genius, I think. Big E running around with the cheese grater. Imagine that instead of pancakes. But... Based on Darren's uh, tweet, I had to go with, and when he said it, when I read the tweet, I said, there's there's nobody better to fill the Taz role than Millie McKenzie. Suplex machine Millie McKenzie is going to be my Taz. She's going to be a female amidst all these crazy, crazy dudes, and she's going to hold her own. Um, and, and, and Darren, obviously that was, that was definitely a great shout. Millie McKenzie is my Taz character. Jen, have you watched Millie McKenzie much? Have you gotten to see her, her in action yet? She's a young British talent and young, I mean, she's 19 and she's, um, an amazing talent. She loves hitting some German suplexes. And if you see her, you watch a match, you see that grumpy little bratty sister face that she has when she fights. Like, she's just going to kick your butt because, um, you know, you, you beat her up or, or you pushed her at lunch. She's going to kick your ass. Millie McKenzie. Holy cow. It was a great shout by Darren, so I had to put that on my list. Um, so look, please find Millie McKenzie. She's a megastar. Um, let's get into number six for you, Jen. Who you got next? I'm going to switch up my list a little bit here since you went with your Jerry Lynn character. Sure. Um, oh, I haven't, I haven't given my Jerry Lynn yet. Um, no, I was just saying that Nathan on the Twitter world had suggested Mark Haskins. So I wanted to give him a shout out for that. That was a, I thought that was a cool pick, but no, I haven't given my pick yet. Okay, then I'll leave my list the way it is and just go with my next pick was my Dudley's pick. I went with Sanity. Ooh, I like that a lot. Complete with Nikki Cross. All of them. Just all of Sanity. That's a great idea. You've got so many different characters in there, just like the Dudleys. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. and there were a lot of them. <laughs> there were tons. Dudleyville was... Uh, uh, a prosperous place. Lots of babies were born in Dudleyville. Absolutely. Different colors, different sizes, different heights. It, yeah, that's a great shout. Sanity as your um, Dudley boys. Now, 
I'm going to jump into my next pick here, and you see him on the screen, C.V. Richards, B.W.O., Blue World Order. For my Stevie Richards, and when you when you hear this, I think you're gonna uh, a little light's gonna go off in everybody's head, and say, "Oh my gosh, of course." My Stevie Richards guy, in my new ECW revival, is Adam Cole, baby. I like it. Come on, I mean, I like he's got the look. He's got the look like the Heartbreak Kid. He's got the fantastic ring talent. Uh, He's a genius. He gets the crowd riled up. He's got the long flowing hair. Um, He is like Shawn Michaels light, just like Adam Cole. Adam Cole is is definitely on the roster as the pretty boy. Who's going to put on some pretty crazy matches, but also some really, really high quality matches. So Adam Cole's in my top 10 list here. Um, Chat, let us know in in the YouTube chat who you may have picked other than us. We love to hear what you're thinking about this as well to get the the juices flowing thinking about this. Um, Adam Cole. All right. We're getting up to four more picks left. Jen... What do you got next? My number seven pick is my Jerry Lynn pick. Okay. And I went with Adam Page. I'm not surprised you have Adam Page on your list, but expand. <laughs> um, I was trying to figure out how to connect the two because, I mean, Jerry Lynn, is a, he was a good wrestler. I loved him. I think that he was a little bit underappreciated. Absolutely. Not underused, though, because he got... He had matches. He was used. But I don't know that if he if he was always appreciated at first. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, toward the end, and when there were all these um, reunion shows and whatnot, and, mm-hmm. you know, when he was getting toward retirement, that's when people started to realize he was good. Yeah. And that, you know, he should have been appreciated the whole time. And... I hope the same thing doesn't happen with Adam Page because he is as good, and I know for a while he had been underappreciated. Now we're seeing him more, and I think people are going to really appreciate him before he retires. He's young. He's going to get the appreciation soon, I hope. But he just, it kind of stuck out for me, and I'm going to take the cheap way out. They both have blonde hair. But, you know, <laughs> no, it's like I needed to find a way to put Adam Page on my roster, and I didn't i could have gone another way but i chose this way just because you know for so long you know most people were just like well yeah he's the guy that hangs out with the bullet club like no he's the guy you should be watching that hangs out with the bullet club and now it seems that he's gonna be part of this group with the young bucks and cody so i don't know where he's going you know, you can read all the dirt sheets all you want, but you don't. Nobody really knows for sure yet. Um, but wherever he lands, I guarantee you that he's gonna be better off than anything that ROH is gonna give him. Because how could you have a product, a talent, uh, a heartthrob, a superstar talent on your books in Ring of Honor? And um, not do squat with him. He goes to the G1 and has uh, he, he blows up, basically. And um, I think he's going to be better off being away from Ring of Honor, I think. I think he's definitely transcended that role. Um, so having him in your roster, I, I'm not too surprised. Um, but I do like the fact that... Um, uh, you do have him on there as a Jerry Lynn because he is underappreciated. I 100% agree with you on that, just like Jerry Lynn was. Um, I'm going to go with my next pick because I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. I've got the picture on the screen. Terry Funk. My Terry Funk is somebody you haven't thought about yet. And I, I, I this is where I'm really proud of myself, Jen. 
I'm really proud of my Terry Funk. Terry Funk, before he got to ECW, had a million retirement parties, tours. He wrestled everywhere. Death matches with Mick Foley in Japan. He's done it all before he even got to ECW. And, and he was that trademark guy with all the experience and all the wherewithal and knowledge to be the top guy on that first pay-per-view and show everyone else this is what's possible. And my Terry Funk guy is Goldust. Goldust, a.k.a. Dustin Rhodes, is going to be the hardcore dude busting ass, main eventing with the young guys, showing them how it's done. Goldust is my next pick. I wouldn't have thought of it, but I like it. I absolutely love Goldust. You know, I, I just such a huge fan. And the fact that he's overcome so much and that he's still wrestling and he's in his best, best shape of his life is extraordinary. And it would be a dream pun intended to see him, uh, you know, team up with his brother, Cody, um, and and venture out into this new new company. I think that would be, excuse me, that would be a an appropriately named dream team, Cody and Dustin together. Um, Chats is saying Christian somebody okay. Uh, Adam Page talking about Adam Page. Adam Page is a guy a lot of people want to see on the top stage because he's that good so uh, yeah definitely agree with some people in the chat now we have three more picks Jen who you got next my eight is my Cronus person and I, I didn't go with eliminators because I couldn't pick a team that had the same And I liked the Eliminators. They they were in, in my top of the tag teams, but Cronus was my favorite of the two of them because he was one of the first taller, agile big men. Like he he's taller and so his frame is bigger, but he flew around like he was one of the smaller guys. And of the two. But he also had some powerful moves and some kicks that were massive. And I made this, I made this this uh, correlation before when I was trying to do my 30 days blah 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 thing that I never finished. Um, Alistair Black is my is my eight my my Cronus guy because the first time I saw Alistair Black, he reminded me of Cronus because. He is quite agile. He doesn't really fly, but he still he moves around pretty quickly. He's got some power moves. He's got that kick that somebody's head's gonna end up in the front row. Um, I love watching him wrestle. He's he's so good, and I, I want to see him do more. But I also don't want to see him main rostered. So I, <laughs> you know, I I absolutely love him. And Cronus was one of my favorites. Like as the Eliminators, they were a great team, but he was my favorite. Sorry. Thank you, Darren. Um, let me play that back because I think I hit mute on accident. Sorry about that, guys. Um, my my Bam Bam guy. We're going to pick Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, and that's going to be a big dude, which is Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb. I saw a couple other people pick him. Um, and I think he's a perfect comparison and a reboot for a Bam Bam Bigelow type of guy. He can fly. He can rough you up. And um, Jeff Cobb. What do you think about that, Jen? I love Jeff Cobb. He's my next pick, but he's not my Bam Bam. Oh, okay. So you have Jeff Cobb as well? I do. But the chat's saying they still can't hear me. Oh, wait. We're back. Okay. So you picked Jeff Cobb. Who do you have as your uh, – why did you pick Cobb as well? 
I picked Cobb as my Taz. I like that. They're similarly built. They mm-hmm. have that suplex thing going. It was the only direct correlation I could come up with. Because, you know, Jeff Cobb is awesome. He is so much fun to watch. And he's powerful. He's great. And a guy with his frame should not be able to throw his body around like that, but he does. Yeah. He's he... awesome. And I just thought, you know what? He's he's my Taz. <laughs> That's a great pick. That's a very good pick. Um, I We're almost down to the nitty-gritty, guys. Um, what I'm going to do next is I'm going to pick a guy – and I and I thought about this. I'm gonna pick a legend. I'm gonna pick somebody who's gonna come in and get roughed up. He's gonna carry that gravitas from the big WWE company. He's gonna come in kind of like a Stone Cold. He's gonna have a big uh, you know following. Everybody knows his name already, and he's gonna have to prove himself in ECW arena. And he's going to be my legend character. And he's going to be my outsider type of guy. Um, It doesn't really fit with any people that I could really closely parallel with. But somebody who I would love to see in the ECW arena would be Randy Orton. I want to see his ass get kicked. And I want to see him prove that he belongs. Because I I know he can be extreme. And I'd love to hate on somebody like Randy Orton. Um, in the ECW arena. What do you think about that? I like that. And it, it actually reminds me of the time that Jericho spent in ECW. He yeah. already had a name. He was already somebody. Mm-hmm. He just came in and proved kind of why he was somebody. Um, and he, he played both sides of the coin. He came in, he got cheered, he got booed. It was great. I think... In a, in a revamp, Randy Orton could do the same thing. He'd come in with a name. He'd get cheered. He'd get booed. He'd get beaten down. He'd win some things. Yeah, it works. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I got to have somebody that I could root against. I got a lot of people that I like, a lot of people that can play heels in my group, but they're also people I like to, you know, I like to root for, even though they're kind of heels. So I need somebody like Orton who I really just, I really don't, I can't stand him most of the time. But that's what makes him so great, actually. Um, So that's why he's on my list. Now, we're down to the final pick. Um, We haven't heard the name. Oh, we didn't. We haven't heard the name Naito. We haven't heard uh, Chris Jericho. There's a lot of big names we haven't heard of. Uh, Jen, who's your last of the first 10 picks for your ECW revival. My 10, I flipped back and forth and I, it took me a while to decide, but I have a little honorable mentions list. Yes, absolutely. My 10, I went with an RVD type and I went with Osprey because RVD was flexible and he had this kind of, Different than most in ECW uh, moveset. His style is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. He could do the hardcore, and he did. um, But he was also very talented otherwise. And I think Osprey could grow into that. I think he could do that as well. He's as flexible. He's agile. He's also got the kickbacks. (sighs) He's got the kicks. He's got the flips. He's good. You know, he's... um, Mm -hmm. It fit. Like, it, it worked for me. Like, they're not exactly the same, but close enough to, to make it. Um, I gonna leave. I think that's great because Osprey, he still has a lot to show us. He's done a lot, but he's also got a lot to show us. I think he would get uh, an interesting reception in ECW Arena, but I think he'd would turn that reception around quickly with his amazing talent. Um, so I think that's a fantastic um, comparison. And I'm going to close it out with my my guy, my Mikey Whipwreck. He's newer on the scene, 
legitimately now. He's not a joke character anymore. He's kind of been labeled as an extreme dude in 2018. And he's not really when you think it when you hear his name, you definitely don't think he's a wrestler until now. Which is just how we looked at Mikey Whipwreck. He was definitely not a wrestler. He was an amateur. And then we look at him, he we say he's an ECW legend, right? My Whipwreck is David Arquette. Absolutely. He's going to prove everybody wrong, just like he is in real life. And he's going to be an extreme member of the roster, David Arquette. That's a good one. What do you think about David Arquette? Because he has been having a seriously amazing year. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, good, it's a good pick. It's a good way to round it out. And it, it actually, it's a good Mikey roll. It works. I'm really proud of that because you were there when ECW started. You lived through it. You saw it die. You saw it try to be resurrected, which was horrible. Um, you saw a couple of one-night stands. And um, I'm still holding out hope that uh, we get ECW again in some, some version um, because it's special. It's special. It was a special time for me as a teenager. It was an alternative to everything else that was out there in the pro wrestling world. Um, ECW was a huge part of my childhood, which sounds crazy. Like, where are my parents um, kind of deal. But uh, I had fun with it, and it made me feel alive. It was thrilling. Um, so, Jen, thank you for, for doing this with me. Um, I know how passionate you and I both are about ECW. Uh, Jen's actually got, if you see on her picture, she's actually wearing a franchise Shane Douglas tee, which is flipping amazing. Shane Douglas was my absolute favorite. Love a snobby heel guy. Um, so Jen, thank you for coming on board. I think I had lots of fun. What about you? I had a lot of fun doing this. Like making the list was a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. But when you opened it up to all companies, it's like, okay, I can do that. I can really do that. And yeah, I had a lot of fun doing it. Thank you, man. That was that was lots of fun. Um, real quick, before we wrap it up, I want to give you guys a heads up, real quick, on what's going on. I have a uh, Christmas special recording this weekend. We are going to put it out on Christmas Day. So if you're bored, if you came home early, um, if you're lonely on Christmas, pull up the podcast player and I'll have a Christmas special for you. Um, it's going to be lots of fun. Um, we also have the Wrestle Kingdom preview show after the Christmas. Um, and of course, we've got a huge Wrestle Kingdom review show coming up um, on the 5th. We've got T.K. Cooper coming on board. Ah, um, and uh, Fights of the Roundtable is going to be recording again. We're going to do... This is going to be crazy, guys. I really want you guys to get the word out. Um, and Jen, we'll, we'll come back to your honorable mentions. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, Fights of the Roundtable, Global Edition. We're going to get perspectives from four different parts of the globe on one show at the same time. We have a participant from Australia, Portugal, United Kingdom, Darren, and the United States all at the same time. So that's going to be pretty crazy. Hopefully, we can make that work. Uh, we probably won't do that live because <laughs> there's probably going to be a lot of problems with the audio and connection. So that's going to be um, cool. We have Jonathan Snowden coming up. So if you want to check him out, if you, if you guys can, Jonathan Snowden is an author. Um, he wrote a book with uh, basically about Ken Shamrock, which is an amazing um, concept and, and idea with Ken Shamrock wanting to make a comeback. Um, and we also, um, he's also a senior writer for Bleacher Report, Jonathan Snowden, he's a very intelligent guy. 
Um, and, and we're going to talk about some things coming up in 2019. Also, uh, we have a New Zealand wrestler. Candy Lee is going to come on the show in January. Uh, she is a fantastic wrestler, fantastic person, and she's really sweet. Um, you may have heard her name pop up when I spoke to Toa Hanare. She's actually a transgendered wrestler. If you go to her Twitter, um, they did a local New Zealand documentary about her story, which was a really, really cool watch, if you guys have a few minutes to watch that. Um, and then we got some other stuff I can't really reveal yet, but there's my clue if you're watching the stream. Trying to get that person on. Um, Jen, you had some honorable mentions real quick before we wrap it up. Um, and I'm seeing Red Shoes, so my ears are my ears are open. Yes, Red Shoes is my referee. He's got to be. He's insane. He doesn't care. He will get up in someone's face and say, no, and screw you. And just, yeah, he's he awesome. Will. It's funny. And um, Taka is somebody's Heyman hype because <laughs> I I may not understand everything he says. I don't understand two-thirds of what he says, yeah. but I'll listen to him anyway because he's really excited about what he's got to tell you, and you're going to be really excited too, and he's awesome. That's a great, that's a great, uh, <laughs> great honorable mention. Guys, um, yes, and Becky, of course, I don't want to give her too much. She's a little nervous. Um, Becky, the blogger, she's going to come on. We're going to talk about wrestling. She's a sweetheart. Um, we've got some other names. Uh, I don't want to give it away because we don't have the dates uh, set just yet, but uh, very recogniz- recognizable names. Ow! I'll leave that there. All right. Um, Jen, I got a surprise for you. I haven't told you anything about this yet. I don't know if it's a surprise you want, though. Um, the roster that we just put together, yep. right? Um, if you want to, maybe in a month's time or so, let's book our rosters. Let's book a show together. Who faces who? You down for that? Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> Without knowing ahead of time, let's let's just put um let's let's go ahead and just put the guys and girls we've put together and let's make a show out of it. Let's see who fights who. And I thought that would be lots of fun. So maybe in the next month or so we could we could look into that. How's that sound? That sounds great. Okay, sweet. Um all right. Thanks guys on the chats um for on YouTube for stopping by. Um uh, please follow me at Wilford Watches. Uh, Jen at Chetty on Twitter um, and we'll have all the news coming up for next month so thanks so much for uh, stopping by guys